0: You are listening to the REMAX Real Estate Insight Show, where you get real talk by real agents. Brought to you by REMAX of Southeastern Michigan. Well, Hello and welcome. Uh, today we're going to be talking about ways to boost your curb appeal. When folks come to your home, you really want to roll out that proverbial red carpet form. And a great way to do that is to pay attention to the first impression your house makes, and that's really the view from the street. Um, so take a look at your house. Is is the walk from the driveway or the street welcoming? Does your front porch entice people to, to want to come in? If it's been a while since you did any exterior updates now, could be a really great time to boost that curb appeal. Um, adding curb appeal to your house not only makes it easier to sell, so if you're in the market to sell, it helps you there, but there's a lot of us that aren't moving right now. Um, but still, paying attention to the exterior and to your curb appeal, it gives nice finished look that you can just take pride in and there's nothing like pulling into your driveway and a a smile getting on your face because you you're really proud of what your house looks like and like I said and if you are planning to sell these home improvements are going to make a you know make an impact for the buyers that are coming. I'm your host Jeanette Schneider and today I'm going to share with you some relatively small and relatively inexpensive improvements that you can do uh, to kick up the peel. So let's get started. One of the easiest and most economical things you can do is to paint your front door. Um, most exterior paint, it's going to cost you about thirty dollars for a gallon uh, of paint. And painting your front door can definitely add some brightness. It can revive that look of your front porch. Um, if you can, and I guess it depends on you know the color of your home and and what the home you know looks like. But a, a bold color that stands out can really give it a fresh look, and that's popular today. So especially if you have a a home that's maybe white or a light gray or you know a color like that that you can Really do whatever you want with the front door. The palette is your is your oyster, so to speak. You know, a, a bold color like red or or even turquoise, or you know, some of those colors are becoming more popular today. If you have a home, that maybe- Possible. Just make sure that you take a look at the house overall, and what's a color that maybe you can pick out? Is there a fleck in the in the uh, brick that you may have? Is there an accent color that you've used around the windows? Uh, Something like that that you can pull. If you decide to go with something that's pretty neutral, because your home is maybe a beige or a gray, you know, or something like that, you're you're keeping it a very clean look and palette. um, Just painting it still makes a big difference because it's fresh, and that always makes a a, a big difference. The thing you want to make sure you do is you want to properly prep all your surfaces Uh, so you want to prep the door clean it you know it gets probably a lot of uh, wear and tear weather wise um, so that you get the best results from the the paint that you're going to be putting on there and while you're at the front door we might as well tackle another issue and that is to install a new front door handle Um, An eye-catching doorknob or a chic handle, it can really punch up the design of your house. Uh, And you've got lots of options when it comes to handles. They come in a wide range of prices and styles. And whether you're, again, selling, if you're selling, you know this is going to the door folks are most likely to go through. So you want it to make a good first impression. And again, even if you're staying there, if it's been a while, and I can speak from experience when I was, you know, kind of putting notes together for this, I'm like, hmm, this is going to be a checklist of things I need to do this year. We need to do this year. Uh, we've painted the front door when we had some new siding put on, but the handle is is probably original to the door. And it certainly could use a bit of a, of a little, you know, boost, if you will. And of course, nowadays, you've got all sorts of options when it comes to, you know, locking and entryways. You can go the traditional traditional route, you know, lock and key, safety bolt. You can do something that's a little more electronic. There's a lot of safety doors on the market that have cameras or the numeric punch codes. Um, You can use whatever that works for you, but installing something new there will definitely, you know, help kind of pull it all together. And then one last thing while you're standing on that front porch and maybe you've painted the door and now you've put a door handle on, is you're stepping back to admire all that. Look down. What does your doormat look like? And it's a little thing, but it's a big thing also. Uh, the, the one that we have on our front porch, you know, I'll just say it needs to be regularly replaced because this particular spot on our porch and in our house doesn't get very much sunlight. Um, and so, you know, the rain, you know, the snow, you know, whatever season it is, it gathers and it doesn't dry quickly or easily. And so it's something that we replace often just because it it needs to be. And it's probably something in a lot of houses that maybe you don't buy to. Um, realistically, we're a family that kind of enters and exits personally on a day-to-day basis through the garage. So we drive into the garage, you know, enter the house through the, you know, the door that kind of empties into our laundry room, you know, mudroom as we're coming in. And if that's you, you may not be using your front door a lot these days because most of us haven't had a lot of folks stopping by. Um, so take a look at that front door mat. Um, if it's you know, maybe get a, something that's cheerful, whether it's a little smiley face or, you know, something like that, especially if you're selling, it sets a nice stage for your guest. If that's a little out of your comfort zone, that's just not your personality, just something basic work, something that says welcome. Um, as long as it's clean, it's going to help welcome guests and it's going to you know ideally do what you want a uh, doormat to do. Keep the dirt outside because you don't want it getting tracked in the in the house. And if we just stop right there for a second. If you choose to just do these three things—paint the front door—we said that's probably going to cost about thirty bucks for a gallon of paint. Um, if you get a new door handle, you know, let's say that's—you know—we're going to go a little bit more on that. Say that's a hundred dollars, and then a new welcome mat's going to be roughly twenty. For a hundred and fifty dollars, you changed the look of your house as it looks by painting the front door, putting the new handle on, and getting a new a new door mat. So let's kind of now, let's assume that you've either done that if you need to, or you say, okay, well, what else do you got for me? Well, the next thing we can focus on is the exterior lighting of your home. Um, A generic porch light doesn't really add a lot of pizzazz to your home, and this is going to be especially true if it hasn't been cleaned in a while. Uh, Simply cleaning your light fixtures, you know, that alone can make a difference. Um, But if it's becoming, you know, a, a fixture that's dated, maybe the patina on it is getting a little bit tarnished... Um, I want you to think about this, especially if you're looking to sell in the near future, it's becoming more common. Maybe you're noticing this, that the listing photos of your home are going to include kind of those photos at twilight. Um, and this is going to be, I mean, it sets the, the, the natural lighting is, is very nice at that time, you know, of the day. And you're going to maybe start to notice that uh, uh, if you're working with an agent, they're going to want to take some photos of your home at twilight. If that's true, exterior lights may be part of that. So you really do want them to, to look good and, and kind of highlight how nice your house looks. So if you, if you want to go beyond cleaning, um, and, you know, and, and just making sure the glass is clean, the bulbs all work, then you're going to be looking at, you know, replacing maybe some of your exterior lighting. And when you buy new light fixtures, exterior light fixtures, consider for a moment the style of your home and the functions of the light. Um, you know, if it is it really for safety? You know, are you doing this for safety? Or are you doing it more for cosmetics? Or do you want a motion detector? You've got some things to consider there. But first and foremost, you want to make sure that the lights are adequately illuminating the entryway to your home, especially if you have a step or steps, plural, that people need to go up and down to enter your house. You want to make sure that it's lit so people can see that. Um, you also want to look for fixtures that have the same mounting system, ideally, one that's definitely going to save you some time and some hassle. Um, if, if you're simply fix, you know picking up something new that's going to, you know, relatively be easy to just kind of put right in place, it doesn't require some rewiring or expanding the, the size, you know, of, of anything, um, that certainly would work. If you have a historic home. You wanna check some of the salvage shops. You might be able to find some vintage lighting there to match the age and look of your of your home. So you've got some different options there. Now, lighting is gonna be one of those things, and this is true on the inside as well as the outside. You can get some exterior lights for as little as is twenty dollars. Um, you know, realistically, I think most people are gonna to wanna to budget maybe a little bit more than that. And I would say probably at least fifty dollars, you know, to uh if you're attaching it to the, you know, to like the exterior wall of your home prices can certainly go up from there depending on the size depending on the features and that comes back to if you want motion sensing uh, they have rust rust resistance models you know there are different things that you can do there but you definitely want to you know consider what your house looks like what the functionality is Um, and chances are you don't want to go probably smaller than what's already already there and another thing that you can think about when it comes to lighting is landscape lighting and this has really become popular uh landscape you know lights bring curb appeal to your home obviously especially at night they create a really warm and inviting look to your home and realistically, especially if you've got a walk that has a curve or you know, a kind of like snakes, you know, kind of up to the front door, it does help folks navigate that um, and and see exactly where they're going. And an easy and inexpensive way to add landscape lighting is you can get a package of solar powered lights. You know, and that's uh, that's what we have in our our front walk, walking up to the house. They're solar powered, so we didn't have to worry about wiring anything. I think our set came with six or eight. Um, and I looked uh, looked up some prices, and you know, you can find. Some- on the low end, probably about $30 that would fall into that range. And they're going to go up from there, uh, depending on what they look like. And then, of course, if you get into something where you're using, you know, they're, they're electronic-driven They're certainly going to be a little bit more expensive than that. Um, But that would be one basic thing that you can do. And these are the ones that are kind of lower to the ground. They just kind of illuminate a path, you know, things of that nature. But you've also, I'm sure, seen homes that have gone, you know, many steps further, whether they hired a professional company or they laid it out themselves. You can add garden lights. uh, You can use wash lights uh, that kind of have that soft lighting that's going to kind of um, be put on the facade of your home or maybe up against a fence if you have that. Uh, bullet lights or well lights uh, can be used by tree trunks. Uh, well lights, you would probably think of those are kind of flush with the ground and then they're going to kind of put a light up, you know, against the, the trunk of a tree or, or something like that. So those are all things that can be done to really enhance the way your home looks. And this is probably more for your enjoyment than selling a house, you know, although potential buyers may be driving by after dark, you know, to look at the home. um, Realistically, this is going to be something that you personally might get the enjoyment of. So if you're going to do, you know, some lighting, that might be one for you. Now, another thing to pay attention to when you're outside. So we've talked a little bit about front door, you know, new handle, new paint, doormat, we've talked about lighting, the exterior lights that, you know, attach to the house, maybe attach to the sides of the garage, you know, the garage door opening, uh, you know, those types of lighting, you want to make sure that you're you're taking a look at those and do they need any refresh. The next thing you can take a look at is your house numbers. If they're old, if they're faded or just plain dated, um, installing some new numbers can be a really, probably a very inexpensive way to give your home a little bit of a, of a more look. Um, a, a more current style can immediately update the look of your home. And like, selling your home, if that's in your future, you're going to have a lot of people looking for your house numbers. Because even though they're using GPS to get to your house, they're still looking for your specific house when they get on the street. So they're going to be looking for your house numbers. So having something that's easy to read, easy to find, has a, you know, a nice clean, you know, kind of new look to it can go, can go a long way. Um, if you can and this may or may not be possible for a really clean look you want to try to match your new house numbers to maybe the finish that's on your exterior lights that's just kind of one way that kind of pulls everything together now some the very simple house numbers if you were to go to one of the big box you know home improvement stores they can start at about uh, two dollars25 cents was about as cheap as i could find them um, online the other day so you know about two dollars and 25 cents you know you can obviously go to something more than that you can go to some different sites that would uh, allow you to create those customized plaques that might have not only your address, but maybe the street name on there, you know, some things like that, or your, your family name. Um, those tend to run about 50 to to $100. Now, while you're doing house numbers, and I have to laugh because that's definitely one on my list. I, I've been talking about it now for a couple of months, and I need to just take action on it, is because our house, when it was built, and ours was built in 1990, the th- apparently the thing to do was you kind of had a piece of, of sawn wood kind of on an angle by the front door, and the numbers are on there, and and I've been really noticing um, a lot of the neighbors are doing the updates, you know, whether whether it's when they're putting new siding on or things of that nature. Uh, they're, they're updating the the address numbers and the, you know typically in our neighborhood they're a little bit bigger numbers because what was on the house I mean it was readable but they they were a little smaller um, and I and I'm certainly noticing people going with the cleaner look in in a different style and it really if you even if you don't do anything else that does make a difference now while you're looking at getting uh, numbers. Your mailbox, if it's at the end of the road or kind of at the street, like many subdivisions tend to have those, chances are you've got some house numbers on that mailbox as well. Now, if your mailbox is in good shape and they come in all shapes and sizes, and different subdivisions do different things, sometimes they have very nice kind of group box that are, you know, more bricked in in nature and there's multiple boxes and kind of a, a stand, if you will. Um, you know, then there's other subdivisions where, you know, every home has their own box and the Styles vary greatly from house to house, but it's out by the you know by the street. If your mailbox is is older, uh, it now could be a good time to take a look at. Do you need to replace it? You know, just the box on the top, replace the whole thing. Do you need to put some fresh numbers on there? Because again, a lot of us put numbers on the mailboxes, and we tend to forget that when we're making home improvement projects to the house. But that mailbox can be something that you do as well. And and when I was thinking about ours, we're going to have to do that this year. It's on our our list because, you know, God bless our neighbors. They're nice people, but they have a bit of a challenge getting out of their driveway without hitting our mailbox from time to time. And so it's got this kind of permanent lean to it. We've keep trying to, you know, kind of put it back up. But this winter, I think the last hit did it in. And so we're going to be having to put a new one out this year. So at the lower end, from a price perspective, um, at the lower end, you can probably get a mailbox for about $30. They go up from there. Uh, You know, a little more sturdy. You're going to pay a little bit more. Uh, You just want to make sure, if you are putting in a new mailbox, that you're following the regulations that are set forth in the city you live in. um, And you want to make sure that you, this is a project that's going to take a little bit more time. This one's going to be a little bit more involved than uh, painting the front door or buying a new doormat uh, or something like that. So you want to, you know, allow at least a couple of hours for that project if you're, if you're planning. Now, if you have a front porch with a little space, um, and, and some peaks, some folks do, some folks don't. but if you've got a porch that has a little bit of space to it, take advantage of it by adding some outdoor furniture. Um, by just adding seating space, it's going to add to the charm level that your home has especially from a curb appeal perspective. Um, And if it's something that you haven't historically done this, and and, and, hey, I get it. It is amazing how expensive outdoor furniture has become Um, over the years. I mean, just prices in general, but let's face it, in Michigan, we love to be outside. Um, And especially since COVID, we're all spending a lot more time in our own backyard. So a lot of us have chosen to upgrade maybe some of the patio and the porch furniture that we have. If you want to look for something that's maybe a little more economical, go to secondhand stores, Facebook Marketplace, um, you've got some options out there, estate sales, There's there are other places that you can go to maybe find some pieces that work for you. And these, this is furniture that's maybe a little bit easier to change colors than interior furniture. Because typically, if it's outdoor patio, you might be able to spray paint, um, you know, and, and change whatever the base color is of something to a different color. Um, and if it's maybe like, maybe, let's just say like the war wicker or, you know, something where there's cushions, just, you know, get furniture, you know, kind of on the cheap at a secondhand store, and then you can buy new cushions to match whatever color scheme that that you want. So it's just something to think of there because it can really add uh, some pops of color. It can definitely, again, give your home this kind of charming look, and it just makes it feel very welcoming. So speaking of adding color, if that is something that uh, maybe you, you'd you like to do because color does make things pop, that's the reason why front uh, when we talked about new uh, painting the front door, especially if you've got a home with a color that allows you to have that pop of color, it's a wow factor. And if maybe your home doesn't offer that because of the the just general color scheme that you have, you can add color in other ways. And one of the best ways to do that is, is flowers. And you know, realistically, Speaking, this is the time of the year. Well, I guess we have to wait because as I'm recording this, we have snow in the forecast. Um, so we probably want to wait until, you know, snow is out of the forecast. But you can always plant some flowers. And I know I personally do this. Our house is, you know, one of those that has kind of the beigey, you know, um siding on the top you know brick on the bottom and the one of the ways that I do a pop of colors is every year I plant flowers in shades of red pink and white up my front walk so the the walk curves a little bit up to the front door and I love that look I love having that pop of color it just kind of sets everything you know off so that would be a way that you can do it as well as if if you're limited on a, a front door with a you know a kind of a bright poppy color or that's just you know not for for you you can add a so little little bits of color through the way that you put some flowers. And if if planting flowers and maintaining a flower bed is just something that you're not a green thumb or you just don't want to devote the time to, another thing that you can do is you can install flower boxes. Um, we have a neighbor down the street that's been doing this. It's been kind of fun watching them do this. They had put new siding on the house last year, and they're clearly continuing, you know their kind of upgrading of the house this year. They've installed some flower boxes. They've put two chairs out on their front porch. They've added a pop of yellow in their case is the kind of the color that they're going with. And it's been we have to come past this house every time we turn down our street, and it's been kind of fun to watch them do this. So flower boxes are something else that you can do. Typically, they're going to go below a window. If you've got a really a larger porch, you know that you you can put them on the the railings of a porch. Now the boxes themselves are are relatively cheap. You can get the plastic boxes to 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 do flower boxes for less than ten dollars. The the reality is that the flowers themselves and the soil are going to cost you more than typically the the flower box will. Um, but re- before you do this, you know there's going to be a little bit of maintenance involved. So you want to make sure that you're up for that. And, In in the flower box, it's a light weeding, certainly watering them, maybe deadheading, depending on what flowers you put in there. Because here's the little thing is if you're not going to maintain a flower box or flowers, you're almost better off not doing it Um, because it's going to detract from the look if it's not maintained. So as long as you're up for, you know, watering on a regular basis, a little bit of light weeding and, and, and you know, keeping the flowers looking fresh, it can add not just a pop of color, but it can really set some, again, some charm for your house. And kind of going down this path one step further, if you're looking for something that's even less maintenance than planting flowers and less maintenance than flower boxes, another option is, you know, just using potted plants, just greenery. If you, Even even if there's not the color that flowers can bring, uh, just some outdoor pots, you know, with, with some nice plants plants that are in them especially if you've got a couple of steps going up the front porch that's always a good look Um, you can certainly do that and and those are they're not maintenance free but they're about as close as you're you're going to get and still have something out there so last thing is if your yard could use just a little something it's amazing what a tree can do and of course you have to take a look at your yard what can your yard you know hold uh, how how big will the tree get you know where are you looking to put something are you looking for it for shade are you looking for it to be more maybe a smaller tree but a decorative tree Uh, we've got a real pretty one it's a hydrangea type tree out in front of what's the den on our house it's you know kind of uh, coming up to the front of the house it's you know on the side of the of the walkway and it took a couple of years you know for me to really understand how to prune it and make this work but now the buds that we get on there are just beautiful they attract bees, which is the downside, but it is a beautiful tree. And, I mean, so planting a tree, especially if you're going to be there to enjoy it for a few years, is something that you consider doing. And it certainly does help with the look the look of a home when it comes to selling. So, and it's a common way that you can add a little bit of, of, of curb appeal. So, I just wanted to kind of, again, go back over if you're getting ready to sell. And we know, hey, we know it's very much a seller's market right now. And there's so many buyers out there looking for your home. You may be thinking, I don't really need to do a lot of this stuff. And you may or you may not. But here's what we know. When the house has a good curb appeal, people are also to like your house before stepping in. When they drive up and it makes them feel warm, it makes them feel welcome. It's something that they can almost see themselves living They've even stepped foot in psychologically. That matters. If it looks like the outside of the house has been well maintained, they go in the front door with an expectation that things have been maintained. And like we we're saying, a lot of these things don't have to cost a lot of money. And if you're going to be staying in your home, unless again, most of us, most of you listening, are probably going to be staying in your home. You're not planning to sell necessarily this year. Just a couple of these things. If you just knocked, you know, maybe one item off of your to-do list every month during the, you know, during the coming spring and summer months, it's amazing, you know, you can have a lot of changes done in your house in just a few months time. So again, for $200, roughly, you can paint your front door, get a new door handle and a new doormat and new house numbers and some solar lights. Now, that's if you skew to the, you know, probably to the more economical end of the purchases that you make. Um, But, you know, even if you spent three or 400 bucks, those are still combined, relatively inexpensive updates that you can do that can dramatically impact the curb appeal that your, that your home has. And um, like I said, you, you, you punch it up from 200 to three or 400 and you can pretty much do just about everything that we, that we talked about. And my advice is, you know, don't wait until you're ready to sell to start tackling this list. Just start, you know, knocking some things off as you can, because I really do feel there's nothing like the pride of pulling into your home, into your driveway and just you know, being very pleased with the way the the exterior of your house looks. So even if you're not selling, I think you can benefit from from doing some of these things. So we hope that you've enjoyed this. That there's some ideas that you can take to to bur- a boost, excuse me, boost your curb appeal um, as we start to get out of our houses. As the weather gets nicer, um, you're out taking walks. The neighbors are out taking walks. You can kind of take a look at your house uh, in your mind, start to figure out what you might need to do to to boost your curb appeal this year. And we hope that you've enjoyed these tips. That's it for me today. We're going to be back next week with another episode and we look forward to chatting with you then. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, write a review or rate the show as it helps us reach more people. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram.